You're listening to episode 19, Get Messy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast with your girl, your host, Portia Scott. This is a podcast with the mission to inspire and empower you to take your life off autopilot, optimize the power of your uniqueness, and execute intentionally in every area of your life. Hello, darlings. It is that time of week again, and how are you doing? So we are a couple of weeks away from Christmas, and as for me and my house, we have not purchased one gift. I often think about this because I feel like there are two types of people in the world. There are those that finish most of their Christmas or are completely finished by Thanksgiving. And then there are those that finish on Christmas Eve. And as cool as it is to be a part of the first group, unfortunately, and sadly, 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 I am part of the latter. And I don't know what it is, but I think Amazon has really ruined us because, or me anyway, because why would I, I guess, shop so far ahead when people change their minds? You may change your mind about who you want to buy a gift for. So Amazon has like two day shipping. So why not? And sometimes there are some items that Amazon will deliver on Sundays. So you can thank me later. But I really do wait for the last, last moment to purchase gifts. And I think one of the reasons too is because I don't think that I'm a good gift giver. So I'm not one of those people. I'm like, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want me to give you? And I know some people don't like to say what they want. Me, however, my primary love language is gifts. So I absolutely love gifts. So if you ask me what I want, I am pretty sure that I usually know and I usually can tell you and I don't feel any kind of way about you asking me. But there are people who are just like, I want you to give me a gift that you think, see, for me, that doesn't work because I am not really a good gift giver. And unfortunately, I live with an amazing gift giver. Like my husband gives amazing gifts. And they're amazing because they really speak to who the person is, right? So like if you're somewhere and you're having a conversation with him or um, if we're having dinner and you bring something up, he automatically like zeroes in on the things that you like, maybe something you said you liked or needed. He's just amazing. So that just makes me feel terrible about myself. So yeah, so I'm not a good gift giver and my Christmas shopping has not even started. So I want to hear how is your Christmas shopping going? So you can drop me a line at um, on my IG at I am Portia Scott on Facebook at I am Portia Scott. And if you really want to get into it, you can always send me an email at hello at Portia Scott com. So I want to take this time to thank everyone who has taken the time to provide your feedback by taking the wake up and show up survey. I have already um, read your responses, but not only read the responses and looked through some of them, but I have also reached out to a couple of people to talk to about some of the topics that you would like to hear. And since I am not 
an expert on everything. I'd like to think I am, but I know I'm not. And I think it's also great to hear another point of view, another side. So I've already reached out to people um, so that we can have these conversations. And if you haven't taken the survey, it's not too late. You can take the survey now. The link is in the show notes. It's in the bio on my IG page. And also look out for my stories because I've been posting it there um, and just trying to get some information out, you know, just trying to get the link out. So I want to hear from anyone and everyone who has ever listened to even one minute of the show, because that gives us the opportunity to serve you better, to make sure that we're creating content that speaks to you, to make sure we're creating content that causes you to want to take your life off of autopilot, to be the best you that you can be and to impact the world. So let us know what you think. Give us your honest feedback. And it takes less than two minutes to fill out that survey. So thank you so much. I was thinking this week about what I am grateful for. And one of the things that I am grateful for is the messiness of life. And I know that's not clean, obviously, because it's messy. But um, this week, Maddox is he's into this bottle flipping thing. So I guess it's a YouTube thing and not only bottles, but he flips anything. So if he has a bottle, he'll flip it. If he has a toy, he'll flip whatever it is. He He's just in love with this flipping. And so this week he had like a bottle of iced tea that he had been flipping and I had seen him flip, but I didn't really pay it any attention until I stepped in something wet with my socks. And I absolutely hate wet socks. It is the grossest thing to me. So I almost went from zero to a hundred in that minute, but I was like, Hey buddy, your cup, your bottle is leaking everywhere. And he looks up at me in like complete confusion. And he's like, what do you mean my bottle's leaking? And I was like, buddy, like you're dripping water everywhere. Mommy's socks got wet. And his response was, oh, I didn't know I was making a mess. And when he said that, it made me think of my own life and my own messes and how many times things have been leaking and I've been making a mess. And sometimes I knew what was going on and sometimes I didn't, right? Because we're so caught up in our bottle flipping. We're so caught up in what we're doing that sometimes we don't realize the messes that we're making. So I grabbed a towel and helped him clean up this mess. And as I was cleaning it up, it really was the thing that gave me the inspiration for today's episode. So let's get into it. So there are a few things that I remember very, very vividly. And one of the things I remember living in my parents' house as a teenager was that my room was incredibly messy. It it was really messy. I like to call it organized chaos. However, my parents thought it was pretty messy. I know my OCD friends are like scratching because they cannot believe that you know, someone's bedroom was messy. So hold on to your lace fronts, girls. So listen, I was super busy in high school. I had two jobs in high school. I was co-captain of the majorette team. I was in different clubs. I had an incredible, lively social life. So like, who had time to clean up their rooms? And I mean, it wasn't messy all the time. Like there'd be the time that I clean it up and it'd be clean for like two days. And then, you know, it just go back to its 
regularly scheduled mess. But I'm not sure what was happening this particular day, but I think my father had just had enough of it. You know, he was, he had been in the military. He was a very organized man, still is. My mother was and still is a neat freak. And so I guess they were like, how in the world did we create this? Like she sees the, she has an example of what it looks like to be organized, of what it looks like to have it together, you know, as it pertains to cleaning up. And so I guess he had just, he was at his wits end. And I remember that uh, he was standing in my doorway. And as he was standing in the doorway of my room, he said, you can make a decision to clean your room or not, but your room will mirror your life. And at that time, I was like, jokes on you because I'm actually doing extremely well in school. I have friends and life is good. So my life actually looks nothing like my room. But I did sit down that evening and I kind of thought about what he said because it did ring in my mind like over and over again throughout the day. And I didn't understand why this particular thing, he always had his sayings. But this particular thing really bothered me. It really rocked me to my core. As I sat down and I began to think about it, I could even barely sleep because I think for the first time, I was really understanding what he meant, that my room was messy. And yes, I was getting by in my life. But one day, those small habits I had developed would soon be the mirror to what my life looked like. I was all over the place and I would look up two, three years from this conversation and realize how right he was. My father had always been such a disciplined man, like his word was definitely his bond. He's so regimented and he's just, he understands who his daughters are because John travels a lot. You guys may not, may or may not know, but he traveled a ton internationally. And so he'd usually leave on Sundays and Monday is our trash day. So my dad would come over faithfully on Monday evening to make sure that he took the trash out because he knew that I do not like touching trash. Would I do it? Absolutely. But that was his thing. He's so disciplined. He's so regimented. And so he was, he's just a hardworking, family oriented and disciplined guy. And it was this discipline that drove him. He has been always pretty precise in his values. And he just, for one of the, if you ever meet him, you know, right off that he's an incredible husband and an incredible father, like providing for his family came before everything. Material things were not necessary. They were nice, but not necessary. And so I think as a teenager, I didn't realize how valuable those values were until I got older. I understood making my bed was a big deal. It was meant to teach me the importance of discipline. I would later realize that it would be instrumental in playing the notes of life, the highs and the lows, and knowing how to navigate through those. Making my bed wouldn't stop life from happening. A clean room doesn't keep bad things from happening. But what it does is it prepares me. I'm sure you'd understand that making my bed and cleaning my room are metaphors by now. It's in the preparation or lack thereof that produces the outcomes. 
The daily habits became my behavior. My behaviors drive my actions and what I am left with are the results. And those results show up according to those daily habits, those small, small acts that begin to shape our behaviors, that drive our actions, and that give us the results. A few years after this conversation with my father, I would look into the mirror of a very young woman that had lost her way. On the outside, she looked amazing, but she was a bruised soul. Mostly because of the decisions that I had made, it would have been much easier to say it was something that someone else did, but I had to take responsibility for my own decisions. When I should have been intentional, making my bed, cleaning my room, I was allowing whatever and whoever in. I didn't have a clear vision for my life. I was an unorganized mess. But I had faked it for so long that I knew how to throw everything in the closet or in the places no one would look. So when they opened the door to my bedroom, it'd be clean. Allowing unhealthy relationships to enter and stay far too long, I found myself hurting. It had lingered so long that anger almost ruined my military career. I never dealt with anger and rage, but the messier the room got, things just started piling on top of one another. And then one day, the closet door would open and everything would come crashing down. Because I was so good at hiding, even though I was under so much pressure, I could make it look like my room was clean. Meanwhile, I was suffocating. I took a blow that would take years to recover from. I guess it took about 10 years just to stop the crying and about a few more years to actually forgive. After that blow, I took two weeks off from work and I mainly sat in my room and I cried, playing my young life over and over in my head. Where did I go wrong? But more importantly, could I clean up this mess? Could I clean up my room? I was in the army, but I was definitely not all I could be. Could I find her again were the questions that I asked, and was I worthy to even find myself again? It was along this journey that I found love. Not love like you're thinking. I found an agape love, an unconditional love. I found grace. I know some of you guys are not Christians and that's fine, but love expands Christianity. For me, it expanded my messy room, my unmade bed, and all the messes that I had made in between. I guess I tell this story because whether you're a believer or not, you matter. Your voice matters and your story matters. You are loved and there's nothing that grace doesn't cover. Surprise! Some people won't agree with me, but I still believe that messy rooms have a place. I still think unmade beds have purpose. You may look around and say, girl, you have not seen my room, all the mess in it. And I would say, my love, take one step at a time. Breathe in the love and out grace. That is so readily available for you. Rome wasn't built in a day, my dear. Your mess didn't happen in a day. And sometimes turning that around takes one step at a time. Today I take what I learned in that season and now I make my bed 
I clean my room, but sometimes I get busy. Life happens and I need to take a step back in order to go forward. I decided every day to take a step and sometimes says that step is a leap. Sometimes it's a jump and sometimes I'm crawling. Even sometimes I'm moving so slow that it's like I'm not moving, but I'm moving and I'm leaning on that same grace and that same love that saved me one day in October 2004. With a clean room, I rely on that grace and love. And when my room gets messy, I rely on that grace and on that love. I thought about this story and I thought about my life as we begin to go into a new decade and go into a new year. And there's so much going on, especially during this this season. And I wanted to take a back a step back. And I wanted to say, I'm so grateful for the messes. And man, I've made some messes. I mean, my room has been messy. My bed has been unkept. But it is in those messes that I've learned the lessons. It's it's in those lessons that I learned that there's beauty and imperfection. And so I say this to you, my friend, there is beauty in your imperfection. There is beauty in your mess and that every room can be cleaned up and every bed can be made. We are in this imperfect, messy, unmade bed together, but it's ours and we are going to impact the world with our messy and unmade beds. We're going to do this together and we're going to make sure that in all of our messiness is beginning to build a beautiful impact to humanity. It's in the messiness of life when we often find the clarity of our calling. Portia Scott. As always, we end every show with this declaration. Waking up is automatic. Showing up is intentional. Today, I will show up. Thank you again for spending time with me today and listening to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you never miss a show. Leave us a five-star review and share with a friend or foe. You can follow us on Instagram at I am Portia Scott, Facebook at I am Portia Scott. Until next time, go impact the world.